So here we go. Peace, family. We're back with another DOA TVM podcast episode. And this week we tuned in with another exclusive special guest. First and foremost, I want to say peace to Anchor FM and the family at Anchor for definitely getting this podcast out there blazing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other major platforms. As usual, you can catch us on Badder Online and you know um, we're definitely representing each and every week bringing you powerful information. So um, without much further ado, we've got another um, exclusive special guest this week. And this is our actually our second female guest that we've had. You know, we've been going for like a year so far. And the title being a diary of the Thai Black Man podcast, is it's not as um, cut and dry as that. And I personally wanted to incorporate more female guests as things continue. But the right females that can definitely have... Um, different information because you know the show's quite diverse as it is so we want to have different females that have got different information that it can be bringing forward so um with that being said i'd like to introduce the tantric medicine woman or you know as she's known ankara ashe aka soulgasmic ascension aka ethereal stardust and all that other groovy stuff how are you doing goddess blessings greetings I am. I'm wonderful. I'm literally, yeah, wonderful and very grateful for this opportunity to be on this beautiful, powerful platform with yourself. Much appreciated. And um, we're definitely grateful to have you here. And um, you, you've definitely already lit things up visually. <laughs> and I know <laughs> in terms of what I've heard from you and what I've saw from your own platforms and stuff, which we'll get onto, you've got a lot of powerful information and knowledge and stuff out there that you disseminate in and spread into people. So um, one of the things why I really wanted to connect before we really get into it is because sometimes I think, especially within our community, we know there can be a lot of division and stuff and breakdown within um, families and between the male and the female. And sometimes mm-hmm. we've got teachers and we've got people out here that are doing stuff, but it can sometimes only reach their own um you know, genre, not, not genre, but their own um, sex, if that makes sense. So sometimes we do stuff as the guys, it only reaches the brothers. Sometimes the females got stuff, it only yeah. reaches females, but there needs to be more of us kind of coming together and putting the information and stuff together as well, which is um, why I'm glad that you took the time to be on here. Mm-hmm. So um, to sort of start things off, can you give maybe a bit of an introduction about you know, who you are, your work and stuff, um, how you sort of got started, what sort of taking you on this cosmic journey? Yes, sure, I can do that. So it started like about give or take 10 years ago. And 10 years ago, this is more like my, my awakening, my little insight that there was more there was much more to life than I understood. And that was an actual supernatural, supernatural event that happened in my life around 10 years ago. And at the time, I didn't necessarily have the understanding to break it down, to actually understand exactly what it meant. All I knew is that, wow, there's stuff going on in this world that can't be explained with just the rational logic mind. So I went through um, a spell of 
depression. So I was depressed for like months, months and months. And I remember when I was at my wit's end and at one of my lowest points. Now as a child, I grew up in a Christian background. So I've kind of always connected with a supreme source of course and always connected with higher beings such as angelic and angelic energies so when i was at like one of my lowest points i literally was in my bedroom on my bed curtains closed almost hiding from the world in a very kind of dark space and this is the funny thing because i was in a dark space but it was actually light that changed my life and put me on the path that I'm on now. So I was literally playing like finger puppets on the wall, entertainment, no TV. So playing with these like finger puppets, you know, when you do the rabbit and you see the rabbit shadow on the wall. So I'm doing them now. And all of a sudden, that shadow starts to glow. And I'm there like, what like I, I'm kind of baffled like it can't it can't just be the shadow of my hand so I stopped doing the rabbit and started to do the hand the whole shadow on the wall is glowing and I'm not just glowing but the shadow has become its own source of light so you know when we light a candle and we've got a flame and the flame itself is not just a colour it's actually a source of light that's exactly how my shadow was Luminosity. giving off light okay. like my shadow was lighting up the room oh wow and how that when i stand up and it's my scary whole... was you scared or was what's what was that experience i feel like because it was light you can't just like light for me light's nothing to be scared of because it's, it's just pure light that's all yeah. it is it's light and it's gold it's like literally like the same color as a flame so it's that yellowy orangey gold and i'm just like raw <laughs> i was just like taken back for a moment and as you do try and kind of scientifically explain it logically explain it do research and i couldn't find anything to logically explain it and that was a powerful time for me because it just allowed me to see through my own experience that there's things going on in this world that I haven't got a clue about that I didn't even understand was possible so that experience there just opened like completely opened me up and from the humble space let me know that you know what I don't know anything yeah I don't know anything so from that day instead of having a full cup of kind of this information that I thought was truth and I thought was the world around me. It allowed me to kind of empty, empty that whole cup, empty that whole mind and allowed me to actually understand that, yo, there is so much more to life that I need to be a student now, I need to learn. Okay, yeah. And from that learning, that's how I kind of got on more of this spiritual path yeah, no, it's interesting. I think a few points that I found interesting from that is one, um, I think there seems to be a close, I haven't quite cracked it completely yet, but there seems to be a, sort of a close link between 
those that often become very, I'd say, highly in tuned or, or see things from a different level. And I don't want to say depression, but sometimes even within the, the context of mental health and stuff like that and being taken mm -hmm. to certain points mentally with your mind being really stretched to um, its parameters and then being able to reconcile that and come back and see things differently. Um, you also mentioned just being in a dark place because as we know, even just in the um, creation of the universe and stuff out of um, darkness, we do get the light and stuff as well. So um, it, it can yeah. be going back to that sort of axiomatic point, which can, very, can be very scary for some as well, which I was asking, you know, um, because, you know, you have to be in, um, not everybody make it out of that place to get through to the other side to even see the light and stuff, you know. Some people, they mm. start walking around in darkness and stuff as well. So um, that's something yeah. that I found kind of interesting from what you were saying. Um, another thing was, I know like a lot of us have been, um, you know, raised going to um, Judeo-Christian or Catholic like schools, Christian schools and stuff like that and even in households yeah. some of us have grown up in the the religious sort of households and stuff but same sort of thing i think not everybody who grows up around a religion is guaranteed to sort of ascend if, if we're talking about just even mental ascension and frequencies and stuff like that i think there's got to be something intrinsic that sort of makes you want to um know a higher power at the same time if that makes sense Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's got to be something I've seen you definitely from young. So I find that quite interesting because when I speak to people that are on, uh, that I deem on a certain frequency, I see certain similarities just within how they've been brought up or their mind state or their mindset and ways of thinking. So even to take that back into even like relationships and stuff, one of the things I did want to discuss with you is um, I did a, a podcast a few months ago with a friend of mine and we was talking about just intimacy romance relationships um dynamics between the man and the woman nowadays and stuff um in your own sort of experience and findings especially working within the region of like tantra and stuff like that and we're talking about ascension and things like this as well there's and you know raising up energies um do you think sometimes even sex and, and connecting on that sort of level can be um disharmonious because some say it can deplete your energy as well some say um if you were the right partner, you can do magic and stuff. So uh, I just want to get your thoughts on that real quick. Sexuality is, is such a potent medicine for humanity. It literally is the source, a source of creation, a source of why we're actually here roaming this earth and allowed to explore. The thing is when our vessels hold so much blockages, so much trauma and so much unprocessed emotions that universal life force can't flow as um, effectively as it should. So then that's where our distortions come in, our traumas come in, our dharmas come in, into relationships, the way we relate to each other and also within our bodies and our sexuality. So the woman in her nature is receptive, the receptive energy, that's female energy. And then with the masculine, the masculine is all about more the action, the consciousness. So as a woman with a perfect 
fertile soil to grow the seeds of consciousness. The seeds of consciousness. So this happens through our thought process, through our thoughts. And if those thoughts are out of alignment, when we're having our sexual exchanges, we are building almost weeds in this beautiful garden of a woman. And these weeds are coming up and tangling and entwisting round the actual bond in this relationship. And we wonder why we're feeling suffocated, wondering why there's limitations and restrictions. As above, so below, everything is almost like a reflection of nature. So the same way you have the sun and the sun is again, masculine principle. The sun sustains, the sun directs energy towards other planets, towards our planet, the trees, the nature yeah. and the moon. The moon is the feminine, the moon reflects the sun's, the sun's radiance, the sun's consciousness. So it literally is about a dance and a play between consciousness and the amplification of that. So the woman is literally amplifying the energy that is being given off the masculine forces. So I know we kind of just went into ether, into I, the I, planetary. I like it. <laughs> oh, it is literally all connected because we literally, we mirror. Of my name, Ethereal Stardust on Instagram. We are Etheric Stardust, like the matter is Stardust. And this is, this is sort of where I came across your stuff. It was definitely on some Instagram stuff. And to be, I heard you speaking. And I was like, wow, this is powerful because, you know, I've, I've looked into a lot of stuff myself. I, I'm not, you know, a stranger to um, knowledge and stuff, mm -hmm. information. So what I really like to do, and especially one of the things why I even launched this platform was so I could sort of disseminate and break some of these things down to, you know, others and, and make things a bit plain as well at a sort of common level. Um, because I, as you said, sometimes you we go into mm -hmm. the cosmic stuff and it, it just blows people's minds because it's it's yeah, it's, it's way above what they're you know currently comprehending or where they're firing from. Um, mm -hmm. When we're looking at the the masculine and feminine sort of, because some say there's a major rift even nowadays, just even within on the planet and stuff as well. Just um, yeah. The, in the indication on just how things are in, in the time, how much conflict and chaos and stuff like that we're seeing. Um, not to go off topic, but we hear a lot of talk now, especially we've seen like the BLM sort of stuff. We've seen um, this trans, the transgender sort of stuff. We've seen the LGBT sort mm -hmm. of stuff. People are saying there's a strong link to, you know, feminism and stuff at the minute being behind um, a lot of things. Do you feel, what I mean, is it probably like a, not like a, a silly question, but I want to hear your answer anyway. But do you feel that okay. imbalances, like if one is too much on the masculine level or too much pushing a feminine sort of energy, then um, do you think that they, that can cause greater problems and stuff too? Because it's like now we're seeing a lot of women saying, okay, there's toxic masculinity and there's um, 
a control and the demarcation of what being masculine or feminine should be. Um, you know, so I want to get your thoughts on that as well. Definitely. So when you mentioned kind of more of the feminist aspect of things, one thing like I'm not like political like at all, but I still understand where you're coming from and with the feminist or feminine energy is feminist even feminine is it the same is it the same thing because for me i'm not really seeing much of the feminine energy in the feminist movements that i have witnessed no yeah yeah i concur with that it's almost like again it's about knowledge of self can't really look at another and think okay i need to be doing a b and c and trying to almost replicate uh, a masculine energy as a woman and then think that that is equality because it's almost like we're all made different we're all made with our own energies and the more we tune into that the actual feminine energy which again is the receptive is the nurturer is it can be a sustainer but it's all within balance of the being so the main thing comes down to imbalance if we're looking at imbalanced males and then thinking that we're going to get equality by mirroring imbalanced males then there's just a world of more imbalance yeah, no, I agree. I agree and with that. No especially come from that. Nothing's gonna come. And I think it's something that especially us and our people, we've got to look at as well, a lot of our own sort of imbalances as well, because um I think too often many of us wanna look and externalize things too much and, and blame people on the outside and stuff as well, where we do have a lot of things that we've got to work through ourselves as individuals and even just as a community and stuff, which is, brings us to sort of the work and stuff you're doing because it's very, it's solution based and stuff as well. In terms of like the, the healing sort of classes and the therapy and stuff like that, can you kind of bring us to an example of, um, not like an instance where somebody might need that sort of healing because as we know in the real world, people have um, experiences, some you know may have lived a certain life in their, in their young yeah. in their younger self and stuff and um they may feel okay i need to to sort of cleanse or i need to you know kind of make a shift or i mean what would you recommend or what what would you say in that instance i'd say that for the first thing it's beautiful and really powerful when someone can recognize that they may be out of alignment or out of balance and then have the courage to seek assistance. That's number one. That is very powerful because in order to heal, we must feel the imbalance and the discontent and not be not be cool with that. Yeah. So that's number one. That is the first step. So the things and the services and the experiences that I offer literally all stem around unification of our divine energy that is within us so i deal with transcendence of trauma so the trauma literally is such a physical thing 
it's so physical and we think oh how can an experience that we've had many years ago be physical at the moment a situation happens to us that one is usually out of our control two we feel a state of helpless from and three we kind of suppress the emotion towards that because it's not acceptable to feel the emotion that's when trauma happens so because it's not been okay to let's say express this trauma and we've not been able to process it because maybe we're young and we don't understand the body has literally registered it and made a stamp in our being in our cellular tissue so we actually have pockets of trauma physically in our body so i work on a physical level also with the body work so literally having someone lie down as if they're having a Thai massage session, encouraging them to breathe and allow the breath to come through their body and use the breath as a tool to release the stagnant energy that is within their bodies. So we've all experienced feeling tight. Of course, yeah. Tight, feeling sore in our body in certain places like the shoulders, for instance, carry certain emotions that like we've had, like, ah, oh, how come you carry your burdens on your shoulders? Your shoulders literally do carry burdens. Yeah. It is a real thing. Everything we do say is linked back to some kind of science. Of course. So the tension is literally a physical manifestation of emotions and trauma that we are carrying in our physicality. Oh, wow. Now, because we're carrying it on the physical, this is literally blocking, blocking our meridians and channels that carry that sustainable life force energy that make us feel like, oh, whoa, I'm myself, I'm strong, I'm determined, I've got vitality, energy. The channels are blocked because of all this stagnant energy and tension. And attention has come from, on, a, on, on an unconscious level, us creating that armour. So back to the trauma. When we experience trauma, it could be in a, as a child, as an adult. It's like your body almost wants to kind of protect itself and not go through that kind of pain again. So wherever that trauma has lodged itself in your body, the tissues and the fabrics of the cells start to form a literal body armor around this energetic vibration. Call comes through. So we are literally carrying that on a on a physical on a physical level. I got you. So as a body worker i'm literally working with the body pressing and stroking and breathing with the people to allow the release of all this tough armor that we've put on ourselves because one thing the armor does we kind of feel all right because we've got this armor on and we can't feel the pain we can't feel the emotion, so we're walking around life thinking, yeah, well, I'm blessed, I'm good. 
But the thing is, yes, we can't feel the emotion and we can't feel the pain, but we also can't feel our essence. Amen. Who we truly, really are. So that barrier and wall that we put up to protect ourselves is actually almost a prison and is imprisoning us in a matrix away from our own divinity. Wow. What? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um. I mean, you really broke that down because one of the things, even you know, powerful, you know, once again, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know you got the cosmic mind. So um, I don't know where you, where you studied or trained or whatever, but <laughs> kudos. Um, I mean, the greatest theologians, even throughout history and time always attribute, I guess, dare I say the, the, the journey or, you know, the, the, what actually life is about is, coming into that understanding of your essence and really um you know gaining that higher that higher level and insight so with that being said even just taking what you just said you know looking at trauma looking at how um these things pervade and impact us it's like a lot of us have self-induced ourselves into our own prisons within mm-hmm. the matrix like you're saying um and it was interesting because as you were speaking you know i just got a lot of neurons and stuff firing off as well and um i'm thinking especially even in terms of some of our people where even we look at off the back of slavery and stuff like that and how people have you know we even raised their own kids in the household how many of us we see the jokes and the memes and stuff about it with um parents and you know cussing their kids or acting mm-hmm. a certain way beating their kids and certain things like that where even traumatic experiences often hold um, a longer influence when it's inflicted on by somebody that you actually know who is um, looks like you're a part of you as a connection to you and stuff as well. So um, a lot of the trauma that we, we've even have induced upon us, sometimes it's sad because it comes from our own people and stuff mm-hmm. as well. So it's, it was just made me think when you was talking about just the whole prison being in prison and stuff. So can, you know, cause, I don't want to get too political because some say that can be manipulated and people can and have set that in place for those particular reasons so that people can be yeah. in prison down here and just have that sort of mentality. Um, in terms of, you know, the energy work, I've, it's interesting because, you know, I've heard, I'm familiar a bit with like Reiki and stuff like that. And I remember when I first came across it like many years ago and um, I wasn't in complete awareity of I guess it's scientific roots and stuff but mm-hmm. just drawing a lot of even the information and stuff to where it is now and 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 putting the having the understandings and how important a lot of this stuff is um you do like Reiki healing and stuff like that how important is energy because we hear a lot about it and people say you know everything is energy you know everything has um an energetic field and stuff um energy can never be destroyed it just changes from one state to another you know we carry energy around us yeah. uh, recently we've heard a whole lot of um uproar in regards to 5g and the internet and stuff and people saying oh can we be mm-hmm. affected by these energetic fields can we you know even social distancing one of the key the, 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 the cool things about that is people are understanding well even in being in the proximity of other people within a certain um, sphere and scope 
they can come into your energetic field and stuff as well. So, um, you know, just to sort of touch on that, how important is energy to us and, and us just having an understanding of it? Energy is literally part of the fabric of our existence. Literally, energy can just be such such a tangible thing. Like, we all kind of feel vibes. We can feel like if someone's had an argument and walked in the room, it's like no one has to say anything. You literally feel the tension. You can feel it and you can be just like, okay, I'm going to find a step out. And it's just beautiful to always kind of have these real life situations that we can think of and we can say, oh yeah, I felt that. Even if someone says something and we get shivers, you know, that sensation when you get like a shiver run down oh, your yeah. spine oh, yeah. and you're thinking, yo, what, what's going on? <laughs> Our nervous system is just so, 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 so sensitive so sensitive to frequencies and fields and even getting goosebumps like someone might say something or you might go to a certain house and then you look in your arm and your hairs on the, your arm are standing up and you've got goosebumps so it just says it just shows that your body is actually more in tune with this energy than the conscious mind is sometimes okay so energy is energy is everything. Well, you're right. It's sorry everything. You. So important. Yeah, no, sorry to cut you. When you just said that about the body, um, it's like just as a quick note. When some people say they get a feeling in their stomach sometimes as well, when you know, because it's your body probably picking up on something consciously that, as you said, um, your conscious mind may not have the awareness, but you can get that unconscious feeling in the pit of your stomach as well. A thousand percent. It's like your flight or flight system, your nervous system, your gut. Your gut is such a powerful brain. It's well, such, it's a, such a powerful consciousness. Yeah. Literally, yeah. even if you look at the like the way the intestines look, quite similar to what's up here again, yeah. as above, so below. Yeah. And what does your gut do? Like the same way your mind, your brain, sorry, the physical brain breaks things down so you can assimilate the information Digest. your gut breaks things down so you can assimilate information from the food yeah we're getting information and would you say that um now I've, I've seen some studies where they can sort of correlate that with the higher and lower mind or even um you know even then you can take it higher and lower sort of chakras and stuff as well but um mm -hmm. because I mean, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that, you know, he released a book, How to Eat to Live. And, you know, as we see, there's a lot more people looking into even health, healthy eating and stuff like that now and understanding the link between what we eat. You know, Dr. Laila Africa recently passed away. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's been many that have, you know, showed us correlations between even our mental health and our mind state, which has come from erroneous eating habits and stuff as well, because... You know, it's funny you say like the stomach just being a second brain because, it, you know, it's like they say the way to a man's um, heart through his stomach and stuff. There's so much um, different um, colloquialisms and stuff in reference to just being able mm. to rule somebody by their digestive system or by their stomach or by what yeah. they eat, you know. So I think that's, um, I've always found that kind of interesting. 
Um, do you practice a particular diet or anything, or do you, you know, do you think um, we should abstain from eating certain things as well, or is there certain things that you would even recommend to say that could boost the energy and stuff as well? I am like predominantly plant-based. Like, eat as much plants as you can. Like, literally, yeah. eat as much plants as you can. It's without plant power. And always just trust, trust your spirit. Like, connect with your spirit. One thing that I would always recommend is detoxing. Detoxing, colon cleansing. Cleanse that gut. Because again, you're walking around with so much yeah. baggage. That's a bag lady, like Erica Producings. So much baggage that we're, we're missing our vibrational um, portals and opportunities because of this baggage that's literally slowing us down vibrationally. Yeah. Because it's all in our colon. We've got so much piled up in our colon because sometimes it's not common practice to cleanse, cleanse the colon. Out. Whereas really, <laughs> it kind of should be. Yeah, no, it's crazy because so I... That's one thing. I wouldn't recommend anything. It would be that. To cleanse. Come on, cleanse. Detox. Um, and, and that can be done easily by via, um, you know, some wormwood or some, um, you know, even some prune juice from the corner store or something. If, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a few options. Um, or even, you know, but that... I was talking to some family members, some elders not too long ago. We was, you know, they're from uh, Jamaica and stuff. And it's interesting mm. because they were talking about just um, intestinal worms and parasites and stuff, and just how common they were, they are. Without that, some people don't even know. You know, I know that they're common and stuff anyway. But they were saying when they were growing up out there, they used to actually see them, like they would be coming out of people's mouths and bottom ends and stuff as well. And um, you know, so certain things that we used to be mindful of. I guess in the community, yeah. or the wider community, to even you know be trying to redress and, and be on top of a lot of that's fallen to the sort of the wayside in that now, which is why, like I said to you earlier, just even coming across yourself, I was so and still am, you know, completely wild. Like, oh wow, you know, and especially somebody coming within our local sort of region here as well, you know. So I definitely mm -hmm. tip my my cap to you um, for the work mm -hmm. and stuff that you do. Um, let, let me, I've got a couple more questions and stuff here now as well. Um, because I want to sort of contrast this with one of the interviews that I did with one of the male guests, just to sort of see if there's any differentiation in some of the questions. Um, yeah. in terms of finding like, well, you know, modern day relationships and stuff. Hmm. What are your thoughts in terms of, I guess, not like the pros and cons or difficulties, but because we were sort of saying it's very difficult for a guy now probably to meet the right sort of woman. And, you know, you want to embark upon a, you know, a real healthy relationship. You want to meet somebody that you can yeah. complement and balance each other in the right way and sort of push things forward. But um, now... My male guests, I haven't got the footage here to play or anything, but he was arguing that women nowadays, you know, the the deck is a very much stacked in their favor. They've got so much um choices and stuff like that, and they're not really wanting to harmonize with men probably as much as they did before. Um, so what what are your thoughts in regards to that? 
For me, literally, is literally all about consciousness. The more a man rises, his consciousness, everything external is literally reflecting that. So we can like talk 3D about obviously like the physical things, mm. but even in the 3D, there's nothing stopping you from excelling consciously. Because like I said, like even though I'm a woman, I am where I am at now because of my darkness, because of my suffering, because of my trauma. That's why I'm here. I'm not here because I had a golden path all laid out for me. Of course. So within the struggle, the darkness, there's got to be something, do you know what I mean, that can crack. Think of a butterfly or a caterpillar, for example, when a caterpillar is in a cocoon. While this caterpillar is in this cocoon, yeah, it might be dark. Yeah, it might be tight and uncomfortable and there's a restriction around it. And that cocoon is literally allowing that metamorphosis. So even though you could say, okay, it seems like there's more odds against men, you can let them odds be that cocoon. Let them odds that you perceive to be against you allow that metamorphosis to happen. Because literally there's so much power in spirit and sometimes it might take so much like destruction for that spiritual bias. So it's not always a negative thing. It doesn't have to affect you in a negative way. And also back to the butterfly in the cold cocoon thing. When that butterfly is starting to um, transform into that kind of being a butterfly, when it's in its cocoon and it's pushing, pushing, pushing against the tightness of that physical cocoon, it's actually strengthening its wings. So that resistance is strengthening it. And if someone come along and was just like, oh, poor butterfly, let me try and break this cocoon for you so you can fly out. That probably, probably that butterfly might might never fly, because that cocoon it actually needed the resistance of that cocoon to strengthen its wings enough so it would be able to fly. Yeah. Wow. So in some sense, the restrictions can actually be, or whatever you think that's against you, can actually be a tool and a blessing. Like for me, this is this is tantra. This is what tantra is about. Tantra is about using every single thing around us as an opportunity for the expansion of consciousness so i haven't got an excuse not to be expanding it's not like oh i haven't got time to meditate so you know kind of be not i'm cooking i'm cleaning so whenever i'm cleaning i should be going to meditation i should be able to expand my consciousness while drinking some pg tips yeah like literally there's no limitation and this is why, like, for me, this tantric path mm. is, yeah, it's just been a, a literal unfolding and a blossoming because I, I have no excuse. There's, no, there's literally no excuse. There's literally no limitation just because of that. So if I'm in a dark place, right, how am I going to expand from this? Like, what? There's expansion and opportunities expansion in every single crack and in every single crevice because why we are light 
real talk. I mean, beautifully said once again. I could I could listen to you speak for hours. Um, in the context of what you, gosh, this every time you speak, there's so many. It's just so many light bulbs I got just going off at the same time, and um, so I, I definitely want to thank you for for definitely raising the vibration, even on this conversation and stuff as well. Um, you you smartened me up a bit when you just spoke about tantra because I've always heard about tantra and I've you know known the association with it and to do with sexuality on the sex side, but you sort of just um transcended that greater for me to to emphasize that it's about the elevation and expansion of consciousness on a wider sort of scale um a couple of interesting points one of them when you was talking about the the butterfly and the cocoon effect very interesting and stuff as well um because one thing that i felt quite pertinent was the importance of then if you let some sometimes you somebody could come into your your life and they Mm -hmm. may want to help but as you said, that cocoon that might be needed for you, and they may break it open at the wrong time or whatever, and um, sort of mm. mess up your, your metamorphosis. Um, there's some ancient texts like this, and they say, "I want you know, maybe one day I'll get into some personal stuff." But um, it says, um, you know, the doors are either everything's either magically opened or tragically shut, which shows sometimes the importance of the people that we bring around us because even as we're ascending and we're going through our stages and going to a certain points, that's when sometimes other people will come in and will, you know, sort of want to try and get, not their hooks in, but um, that's just a little point I wanted to make just to put a little game out there. Um, You hit the nail on the head as well with the whole resistance force aspect, because it's just like going to the gym or even sculpting your muscles. It's the resistance that is what builds things up. Mm And to be honest, you don't even have to go to the gym. There's some people that do powerful stuff like yoga and, and different um, forms of working out where bilaterally you can be imagining that you're lifting that same weight and still doing the actual same work and, you know, just creating that mental resistance, which is a state of um, alchemy and stuff in the mind. Um, another beautiful point you made about just cleaning and, and you know, utilizing you know, being conscious in whatever state, because even the old alchemists, it was the same thing, you know, whether, it, whatever it is they're doing, it's a mental process of, of what you sort of exploring while you're going through it. That's sort of the greatest work that you can do. Um, even myself being in the music business and, and certain things for years, I always looked at even all the work that I've done the same sort of way. Like it's, the journey and the process mentally what's accompanying it at the same time not just the the one sole task that you're doing and stuff as well because you can sort of consciously not like tune into anything but you know what i mean if you're able to sort of um push it push our minds that right way so i think it's beautiful that even a lot of this information is is with with us now or with Mm -hmm. us a lot more especially in these times um because going back a few years where knowledge and information, especially pertaining to things like this, was either seen as spookism a lot of times, or, you know, especially yeah, yeah. some of our people coming out of the tail end of slavery and Christianity and stuff. They I don't hear nothing about no no stars, I don't hear nothing about no, you know, <laughs> <laughs> this, that. And, and some people still like that to this day, you know, at the same time. But what it shows me is there's a natural, even you know, cosmic sort of rhythm, ascension, you know, plan, same thing, the whole universe thing. And within that, you've got certain unique 
beings and, and you know, stars that go and be at different levels and, and stuff like that. So um, that's the way I've always sort of looked at this thing, you know, hence the picture in the background. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, so um, a bit more about the work and stuff that you're doing then because, you know, it's definitely based around solutions. Talk us a bit more if through the... Um, like the tantric sort of healing, how we can, because we've spoke about the, a bit about the energetic healing, like the Reiki side, we spoke a bit about um, like the breathing aspects and the stuff like that. In the tantric mm -hmm. healing now, um, what sort of difference does that come with or what, what benefits could it bring? Just by connecting with self and expanding your consciousness, it literally, it's almost like it creates a parallel reality that you can literally vibrationally shift into that looks like better relationships, that looks like deeper connections, that looks like abundance in like, the material plane. It literally deals with every single aspect of your being because in this tantric work, we are literally aligning align the chakras and the chakras literally hold and govern domains of our of our physical life of our physical life so we've got the roots so we've got survival so if that root chakra is out of whack we're gonna keep experiencing different conflicts and limitations and barriers when it comes to our relationship with belonging feelings of belonging feelings of being grounded rooted being stable all of that kind of energy is all going to be off yeah then we've got our sacral so to do with your emotions and the way you connect with your creativity because that womb space or that sacral space for men and women because we've both got that womb-like oh. energy essence. That's how a man can create as well, even into, into the world, yeah. We can create out, you but know, that. from the same sort of, um, yeah. Where your belly button, you know, where your, um, the cord, the umbilical cord that you yeah. connected your team mom, that, 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 that's almost like a portal, like a channel there that channeled your fuel, that was your passion, that was almost like life force. So when it comes to our creative, that is literally our creative center. So when that's out of whack and we don't feel the same level as vitality and life force anymore with emotions, the emotions aren't flowing, the waters, everything's stagnant, got our solar plexus which is our personal powerhouse, has so much drive and our will and our power to attain and our powers knowing who I am, that center. When that's out of work, we kind of just, we're just going along with other people's flows and not really being able to ground and cement in our own and being able to use our will to bring in our existence and even manifest. Have our sun, have the radiance, have that sun that attracts 
and feeds that which it wants to stain our solar sun, solar, solar. plexus, mm-hmm. soul, heart. Now the heart's in it, that's when I like, oh, I love that. Literally being able to trust, to trust ourselves, to forgive, to forgive ourselves. Because if we can't trust ourselves, can't forgive ourselves, we've got grudges for ourselves, that just replicates and projects on the way we relate to others, others. and how we don't let other people in and we think that we're not emotional. But it's just because we've got a wall over our heart. Yeah. And as soon as something penetrates that wall, because it's had no contact, it's so raw and so vulnerable that it can shut a man down. So that's why it's very, 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 very important to do that heart healing. Okay. That channel, clear that vortex. Yeah. And align with that pathway of inner, inner love and inner trust. Because trust is like trust. It is a deep thing. It's interesting because I met, I met this sister a few years ago and um, along my complicated journey. And uh, well, I'm still on my, my crazy journey. But um, And I remember she distinctively saying, and I know you're going to do the other, so sorry, but I remember she looked at me and she was saying she can sort of see, you know, auras and all that sort of stuff. And she was like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, you so, so, I can see all this sort of stuff from you. But she was looking at all my points and then she went to about the hard point. She was like, like something around there though. That means um, I see, um, you know, you need to work and sort of in that area. So I thought that was quite mm-hmm. uh, interesting, but yeah, sorry. That was just an, a, a point of interest. Part of no, it is interesting because we did, we, we give like energy again, we give off di- different vibes. Mm-hmm. And also this is an interesting Peace Queen, wait, I mean, is the goddess, where she at? When it comes to certain types of women, it's because a part of you from that wounded heart space resonated with that wound inside of them and your wound decided to be friends and get closer. I think that's what happened. And um, it was a crazy situation because at the time I was with somebody else, but we met and we had this instantaneous sort of, like connection on some twin flame type it was like what but she had been through some stuff and it was like there was sort of an unwritten understanding that i guess we you know even in our hair and stuff where we knew but long story short i kind of fumbled and uh, <laughs> when the stuck with because i'm a loyal person i stuck with the person i was kind of yeah. with before and even though she was saying oh uh, you know she could see something in that other person it, it sounds kind of a trip it's slightly off topic Cause she was saying that other person's a bit deadly. They they can probably see all this, you know, vibes and all that too. But they probably use it to manipulate you. So that's another mm-hmm. thing I did want to touch on. Cause it's something I guess we have to be careful of. Cause even we're having this conversation and we're talking about people being aware and in tune and stuff like that. There's also people that are in tune, but on a, and use it to a malevolent, um, a malevolent way. Yeah, for real. That's like a little bit like psychology. Definitely. Like yeah. when you kind of understand and understand psychology, you can see how it's kind of been 
used used around us but a lot of the time it's based upon again it's based upon wounds and trauma so people are pulling us by the strings of our own trauma like like puppets puppets. that's why healing is the most empowering thing because when we heal we literally cut those strings away from the puppet master and you know what to be completely real with you Hmm. sometimes it is literally the unconscious mind that's the puppet master and we try and give i could could believe that too sometimes it can be our own sort of um yeah you know i i do um concede that but this is why not to get too personal but i guess even in some of my own personal stuff you know it's to you want to have the mm-hmm. understanding with somebody where you know y'all trying to reach that together or you can um you know because yeah things can be a figment of your own mind and stuff as well sometimes so you know it's definitely really important but that's why i convey to anybody definitely do your own sort of work on yourself first i guess before really embarking in relationships with others but because i guess we're not really taught healing on those sort of levels and what society sorts to tend to perpetuate is the same cycles mm. and stories over and over again so um yeah. I mean, you know the, the kid who grows up in in his home and feels um you know, unwanted and unloved to a certain degree and aspect and goes out and seeks love and, and different things in different ways, you know, maybe in the arms of a woman and, and, you know, but without truly understanding the magnitude of the connection between man and woman and how some of these things could or should yeah. be. And, you know, so, um, so sometimes these things, they, they long stem and perpetuate the same cycles over and over again because that guy could then go out and, then, you know, he could get this girl pregnant and before you know it, he ain't she might not be a complete problem but he may have unresolved things that he hasn't dealt with and you know Mm -hmm. that leads to a breakdown of that situation then once again you got another single you know parent family again and and then the same sort of um cycle can sometimes perpetuate not to say um all the all the dramas are caused by that um what are your thoughts on like polygamy and stuff Slightly off topic. Me, again, I just wrote everything back to consciousness. Like, literally, if, if it's done with consciousness, then everything, everything's just gonna, gonna blossom. But as, as we know, like, sometimes we can be in a state of working pro, pro, progress. Yeah. So, within that consciousness, sometimes things still might erupt we still might be triggered but it's all it's all lessons do you know what i mean and the lesson learned is a blessing yeah no so I... we've got to literally give give thanks to that and understand self no self so for some people they could actually like you know what i can i can see myself like being in like a non non-monogamous um relationship and kind of exploring and expanding what I really know to be relationship dynamics. Mm-hmm. I wonder what kind of learning that has in store mm-hmm. and what that looks like in terms of not just a relationship, but with family and in a community. How does that kind of union affect or even begin and start and seed community? Because if community is seeded in family, and we're having larger families, more people with more dynamics 
it's almost like a school for how to raise how to raise and in, engage with community itself and a larger form of community mm-hmm. so i feel like yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of beauty that can unfold within those levels of relationships and those levels of relationships on a personal level will always be a reflection or rejection of what's going on inside the individuals so you can never really blame monogamy or you can never blame um open relationships or polyamory or polygamy because they're only reflecting the individuals so it's not like oh my god this is good it's like well if you're good that's good do you know what I mean? Or, oh my God, that's bad. Because if you're bad, that's going to be bad. It's reflecting you. Like, do you know what I mean? You can't kind of generalise a whole concept based upon your experience of it. Your experience of it is your experience of it. It's not it. So I think that's very, very, very important as well. Okay. And accountability. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point. Um, especially um, accountability and stuff like that as well. And that's definitely something I think people need to just be more aware of as well, you know, and responsibility, which, you know, ties in, I guess, itself. Mm. Um, where can people find you and stuff on online and stuff? I mean, we know you've got the, the Soulgasmic Ascension sort of um, YouTube. So do you want to break down, I guess, where you can be contacted and everything? Yeah, Instagram is like it's one of the easiest ways to get in touch with me because yeah, it's all about that cyber baby. <laughs> so that is Soulgasmic Ascension, Soulgasmic, full stop Ascension. Because you know what I mean, when that soul hits your organism and creates the energetic platism with your vibration of who you truly are it can create a chariot of literal fire of shakti energy of life force energy that allows your being to transcend to alter dimensions of reality that is soulgasmic ascension and that is what i am a body a harness and i amplify and radiate the fields around me yeah, well, we appreciate that and definitely um, honor the and see the divine greatness and stuff in you and the work that you do and we'll be continuing the stuff to do. I definitely, I think I may need to book me some, you know, some session time and stuff at some point. So, mm-hmm. you know, definitely, you know, peace to everything you be doing and stuff like that as well. So um, when are you going to be dropping some new content, I guess, on the YouTube for us as well? We're going to be tuning into that. Very soon, I would definitely recommend to check out my Instagram TV because whenever I do a live or anything, I end up just saving the videos. So there is a lot of up-to-date content on my IGTV. So that is at Solgasmic Ascension. Yeah, follow me, share, because it's all wisdom and it's all love and it's all about the path of ascension. Well, you got it right there, folks. So um, definitely all about love, all about ascension, all about building. And it's been a pleasure, an absolute pleasure to be building with Ankara Ashe, a.k.a. Soulgasmic Ascension today. Um, peace to Ankara FM for definitely powering us each and every time. And um, peace to the Bat.Online family. Stay up, stay woke, and always look out for you folks.
Thanks.